Hi, this is Justin, recording an episode of Justin Answer. I certainly hope you're tuning in tonight because I have a very special guest. If you are interested in marketing, if you're interested in podcasting, then this is definitely the episode for you because there are very few producers out there with the experience, energy, enthusiasm, and the ability to get help you get your message out there better than, well, he calls himself the Kenergizer, but I call him Incredible because his name is Ken Krell. <laughs> so Ken, <laughs> welcome. That's awesome. That's just an answer. <laughs> it's great to be here. That's awesome. I've not heard that before, actually. Oh, really? Well, there's yep. a first time for everything, isn't there? It was worth waking up for. It was worth waking up for. Well, Ken, you're joining us from Australia today, so thank you for waking up bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, um, or as one of my friends used to say in high school, at the butt crack of dawn. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you for waking up early for us. So I will ask you my questions, if that's okay. If anybody seems to ask a question along the way, we'll allow that, and perhaps if there's time, we'll get to it. And if not, we will certainly have ample opportunity in my private VIP Facebook group to interact at a later date. So the first question for you is, what's been your biggest challenge in business and how did you overcome it? You know, I'm going to say that the biggest challenge in business wasn't necessarily business so much as it was personal. And for me, it was dealing with low self-esteem. It was dealing with wanting to please everybody and not taking care of myself. So the, the, the big lesson, <coughs> excuse me, is to think about yourself being on an airplane. And when you get on an airplane, that's the, that metal tube that flies through the sky before pandemics. Um, typically when, 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 they, when they do the safety announcement, they say something along the lines of, should there be a loss in cabin pressure, a, uh, an oxygen mask will fall, will fall from the ceiling, uh, will drop from the ceiling. Uh, put it on yourself first before you can help other people. I was more concerned with people liking me than taking care of me, and that caused me to go bankrupt at the age of 23 years old. So I would say that was my biggest business, big biggest business challenge. Wow, that's that's very interesting because that is sometimes um, not necessarily a business challenge. I mean, it's sometimes a personal challenge, but as we know, personal and business like affect each other. I I think they're inextricable. So I'm really glad you went there because we do need to put our oxygen masks on first. And I know for me, uh, for example, I can burn myself out, my own self. I've got nobody putting pressure on me except me. And yet I am probably one of the most talented people on earth in self-pressure, if there is such a thing. So <laughs> I, really, I really think that's a valuable thing for all of us to keep in mind, not to burn ourselves out. So what would you say is the accomplishment you're most proud of in business so far? And I say so far because there's plenty ahead. There's much more ahead. You know, it's it's a good question. Um, and I think back, um, the thing I'm most proud of lately is I would say is Opportunity Thon, which we just completed. Opportunity Thon set a world record of 28 and a half hours live stream nonstop with over 55 different uh, presenters from all over the planet uh, and it it 
that's 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 the most current thing. We just completed it back in April. Um, but from my first houses that I bought in in New Jersey years and years ago, uh, and helped people get into homes that they couldn't afford before. No, you know what? The thing I'm most proud of was was opening up a mortgage company in the U.S. Virgin Islands and revolutionizing the way financing was done in that community because financing was real expensive. You had to beg the banks, and it took forever to get a loan. And we went down there and cut the prices and improved the speed, got people what they couldn't get before, and changed lives. That was the thing I'm, I'm most. And it's a long time ago, but yeah, it was a rev, it was a revolution. Wow, that's pretty cool. So there's things I didn't even know in your. <laughs> story past, as it were, is that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You, you really yeah. probably helped a lot of people if they got into houses and they didn't before. That's yeah. pretty cool. I love yeah. that. I'm always yeah. most proud of the things that I have accomplished for other people, as opposed to my own parade or or trophies or notches on my belt. What I'm most proud of is what I've been able to do for others, and it sounds like you're you're there too. So. How did having a core strategy play into achieving that accomplishment? Well, you know, it wasn't really a core strategy, to be honest with you. And I guess if you want to call it a strategy, it was it was to seize the moment. It was really a carpe diem scenario.、Uh, moving, for example, moving down to the Caribbean was、uh, some friends of mine had moved down there, and they were like, "We need you here. Come down." I had a mortgage company in New Jersey at the time, and、um, I I flew down one weekend. Saw an opportunity, and 30 days later, I was living there. So I would say that the strat, the biggest strategy is to stop thinking and start doing. And even if you're not ready, do it. Even if even, no, but, even if it's not perfect, just do it and get started. You can fix it later. I think that's really good to bring up because a lot of us、uh, can have a tendency towards paralysis by analysis.、Mm-hmm. A lot of us are what's called overthinkers, and I'll, I'll never forget. The well, Walt Disney said、um, to just get started. I can't remember the exact way he said it, but he said just just get started. You know, you don't have to worry about overthinking it. And I think that is really sometimes, not always, but sometimes the best thing, and probably most of the time the best things to put one foot in front of the other and push. As my old high school counselor, Lotta Geller, used to say. Put one foot in front of the other and push. Get started. Start doing. Get into action, because the action will then inform your next step. Or, as the other famous quote I like to live by is, "When you get,、um, take the next step, and when you get there, you'll see further." It's true. I tell people just to Nike it. Okay, well, there, there's that too. Just for, for, I like it because I like to accompl. I like accomplishments. Just、mm. done it. That's good. That's the name. That's good. That's good. That works. That works. So,、uh, so, Ken, what are three to five key skills, moves, or techniques that protect against failure?、Um, to protect against failure. Well, I think the first thing is you got to fail. But re- let's redefine failure, because failure is really just feedback. Now that's an old quote, but it's really true, because you're you're not always going to hit a home run. In fact, if you hit a home run the first time you're out, it's going to temper you and it's going to screw you up. So, so to me, everything is really more of a, of, a, of an experience. Right now,、um, I'm considered the wise man.、Uh, 
or a wise ass, whichever. Uh, but it, but it comes with all those so-called failures. I mean, I've had not one bankruptcy, but two in my life. So you want to call those failure? They're hell. They're they're huge so-called failures, but they've given me the ability to see things in a different way and help other people in different ways. So I'm I'm going to kind of take that failure piece and and put it on the on the shelf. Um, I mean, losing 500 acres of gorgeous land in Costa Rica when the, the, the financial crisis hit years back um, was one hell of a failure. But was it? Did it not just pave the way for something else? So I want to be careful with definition because failure seems to have such negative connotation and then that stops people from starting something because, oh my gosh, we might fail. So I, I, I kind of want to spin that, that conversation around to what lessons do we have? What lessons can we learn? And at the end of the day, the, the biggest lesson is to learn from every experience and then tune it. You know, as, as you said, put one step in front of the other and then see where you're going next. That's the biggest thing there. Because from that come massive lessons. I'll give you an example. Opportunity Thon came from meditation. I was sitting in my, in my bedroom on, uh, on the floor in a guided meditation and Opportunity Thon showed it in my brain. Okay, let's go do this. And he did it. Was it perfect? Hell no. But what it gave me was introductions. We wouldn't be here together if it wasn't for that event, if I didn't start it. So did it make millions of dollars? No, it was a failure for that, if you want to call it that. But it was a gigantic win at the same time. So I'll say the biggest thing is to look for what what the... Put a spin on it. Look for the thing that's, that you learn from it. Look at the thing you can take away from it. And every single thing that happens to you can be a blessing. No, I, I really like that because, um, you know, who else went bankrupt more than once? Walt Disney. Mm. You know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. See, that makes me yeah. feel so much better now. Yeah. He had a company called Laughagram back in uh, where he grew up and it didn't work. He went bankrupt. So it happens. And even Yoda would agree with you because I remember in the Star Wars movie, sitting down with uh, uh, Mark Mark Hamill, you know, the, he's, Mark Hamill's the actor, he's sitting down with Luke, Luke Skywalker, but as an old Jedi master, and he's worried about failure, so Yoda says something about, you know, in his Yoda voice, well and he goes, done. And he, well done, Justin. Failure is right, right for failure is, you know, and I can't do it really well right now, but it's, uh, he goes over some wise quote about failure, but I think, Wise quotes aside, the the way to look at it is the way you just said. I mean, you can let it defeat you, or you can do what we do in the martial arts, which is for you know, you knock me down nine times, I get up ten. It's just yep. as simple as that. And yep. if you keep moving forward, also Walt Disney advice, then failures just become lessons along the way. And somebody asked him about that once. They said they saw him with all the Oscars, because I, I don't know that there's a producer that has more Academy Awards than Walt Disney. Uh, he, he, I think he holds the record for that. And somebody once asked him, a journalist asked him, how is that possible for you to have so hit after hit after hit after hit? And he said, no, you, you don't understand. Um, you're just seeing the successes. I just go up to bat more than anyone else, right. using the baseball right. analogy. He, he, you know, for all of the Snow White and the this and the that, there were a lot of things that didn't do so well. And he just kept going, kept trying, kept putting the work out there. Some of that stuff today is is actually more renowned than it was at the time. So who knows? It, it was. Uh, but the point is, is he just he just kept going at it, which I think is a really remarkable lesson because some of us 
uh, get stung by defeat or failure, and it's sometimes unpleasant. And I think we need to learn the lesson from it, get over it, and see it as the seed of a greater triumph, perhaps later, if we use it as an experience like that. So yeah, it's good. It's a good thing to do. We'll take that to heart will be very good for it. So how has leveraging proven strategies affected your earning capacity? <laughs> Everything I do has intention of being leveraged. And when I when I talk about leverage, I mean, obviously leverage is a little bit of effort creating a big amount of results. Um, it's fundamental to everything that I do. So I'll give you a perfect example of, of leverage. When I, I was, I've been a professional speaker for, God, for decades, for over 30 plus years. Um, and I think it's like 34, 35 years, something crazy like that. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, anyway, when I first began uh, on my own, I was, I was a, a professional speaker for a company teaching real estate stuff for years and years. And I was private labeled. In other words, I was their guy. I could only present in their branding. I couldn't create anything of my own. Uh, and so when I left working with them, I had no, and mind you, I was like their top speaker. There was, there were waiting lists for me, for my class. Um, you know, everyone wanted to be in Ken's class because it was always so much fun. Uh, and uh, when I left there, I was a nobody. I was a star with them, but I was nobody afterwards. So how could I take myself and uh, and suddenly and suddenly leverage myself into stardom or at least create a list, create revenue, uh, and create a business? What I did was I enlisted the help of others and I got on. I, I interviewed them just as you're interviewing me right now. Um, did the same exact thing, only I did it with uh, with real estate, and we had it was called real estate profit training. It was my first virtual event, my first digital virtual event, two thousand nine, um, and we made all sorts of money. Uh, we we me by the way the way the we is the royal we that's the three way that I am three myself and I. Uh, so uh, there was sounds like a big corporation, right? We uh, in any event uh, built a list immediately, built a reputation immediately, um, built uh, uh, profit immediately all because I leveraged those 10 people that I work with and I've gone on to do that over and over opportunity thought was a perfect leverage play it was 55 people that came in to speak on my platform that I created out of thin air so yeah I, I do that all the time that's really cool I, I like that so because um, I probably want to do something very similar don't I <laughs> is start leveraging that kind of stuff, my contacts and all of that. Why Why not? If we can all win, then sure. it's only a good thing. Sure. So it's, 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 it's actually, hang on, it's, it's the foundation. It's the foundation of, a, of a, actually, I'm building a training. I'm calling it, um, actually, you're getting here at this point before anybody else. Uh, it's called It's called Pride produce ridiculously irresistible digital events. And part of that is leveraging the mind share and the assets and the talents of others that you may not have on your own. And it's so powerful. Oh yeah, because you know, I've got great stuff, but me and somebody else, that's ah. magic. Yeah. That's real magic. So I, I really know that's, that's pretty cool. And uh, thank you for, um, Letting the cat out of the bag? Is that, uh -oh. is that the word for it? Leaking that information? Considering, considering that the metaphor is is lions, uh, then yeah, we let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, again, I'm good <laughs> with my metaphors, aren't I? So cat out of the bag, you leaked it right here. So, so Ken, what was the best strategy <laughs> that you ever learned 
And mm. what impact did it have on your business? Best strategy I ever learned actually was the collaboration strategy. It was the one that's really guided me all my life. And, and that came from my friend, Sean Casey, who taught me to do this whole uh, uh virtual thing he you know he's like do do multiple interviews with people leverage them sell something together make money uh, and i would say that guided me because it's a it's a model i followed for my gosh it's what 11 years now so it's fundamental it's foundational it's everything i've been doing and it makes a ton of sense and i'll tell you the other thing that 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 i did many years ago and i did this even before sean my god i did it after my bankruptcy when i was recovering i started writing a real estate column in the in the paper in philadelphia and that that outreach that that content marketing which that's the buzzword today right content marketing i did that when i was 23 24 years old and it fed me for years just having a column in the newspaper and what how do they how does that translate into today it's called blogging <laughs> you know it's it's called having a podcast um it's it's having a platform and the leverage of that and the power of that and the the net effectiveness of that is immeasurable wow that's yeah well that's interesting that so that single best strategy you learned from Sean Casey is collaboration really with other people yep and yep. as long as you can meaningfully monetize it both ways yeah that's pretty cool that's thanks pretty cool. Sean if you're watching this thanks yeah. Sean I love you I don't know I, I actually don't know you but you know I'd love to know you so he's awesome uh, he's awesome he's yeah we excellent strategy that we're we're trying to employ and deploy so what single strategy are you best known for what single strategy am I best known for that's a really good question um I've been accused lately of being the instant implementer uh, about getting things done immediately. You, you think about it, you talk about it, and I just get it done. Um, I would say, I'm not sure that's a skill, that's just a foundational behavior. Um, I think the, I would say that the biggest skill that I've got is, is a skill of creativity and finding opportunity where other people may not see one. It's just seeing things with a different eye. Um, I, I also am able to take complicated perspectives and simplify them just get them down to that so that people can understand them on a regular on a, just a simplified basis because i need to take the complex and get it simple so i can understand it my attitude is this if you can't explain it to somebody else then it's too complicated it's it's got to be it's got to be that simple same thing like with a real estate deal if you need a calculator then it's too tight <laughs> you know what i mean it's that sort of thing uh and that's how people buy too if you have somebody that that you're explaining something to and they can't explain it to somebody else then you have missed the mark of getting them to understand if they're buying they're, they're good there's a good chance they'll refund because when they stop and they think like what the hell did i just do that's when they go oh maybe i shouldn't be doing this so people have to understand something as clearly as possible and i think that's that's something i'm probably known for uh you know i i appreciate that because keeping things simple and implementing is something that a lot of people are challenged with and well there's one you know quote i like my quotes don't know if you can tell that says successful people are too busy doing what the others are still talking about yeah and so if you're the instant implementer if you're somebody who's just getting it done while everyone else is still talking about it that would account for in my opinion the great degree of your success and it's certainly something that i aspire to as well is to just take action take action now and then you know everybody else is still talking about it i find it a little bit difficult when there's inertia from other people 
And in certain cultures, there's a lot more overthinking, just like there's a lot more fear of failure in other cultures. And so that is another thing that holds people back. We talked about failure earlier on and reframing it. And so some of that is cultural and becomes a little bit of a challenge in addition to, you know, you know, the own impetus of trying to get things done. So yeah. what's the one strategy you're implementing in 2020? Um, number one strategy 2020 is more collaboration, more getting out there. Um, I'm bringing back my podcast, my video podcast that I, that I began years ago. Uh, the technology makes it a lot easier now. Back then it was, it was very different. So the really useful show is coming back. Um, and by virtue of the fact that I'm, I'm now doing a, uh, I'm launching right now, actually a challenge on how to get booked on unlimited podcasts it's five days to five podcasts um i'm giving people the opportunity to actually be on a podcast ergo my own so the inevitability of creating something just out of need allows you to grow so for me really it's getting more out there it's just it's just stepping out doing it and not being afraid you know you talked about different cultures and people in fear of failure and so on and believe me i i have been more about concerned about being disapproved and uh, and letting people down and doing things wrong. And maybe now it comes with age because in the past I could be very um, concerned about it. I still am. I mean, I, I, I still let other people's opinions of me trouble me on occasion. I mean, I, I will I'll confess to that. It's been a long time thing. I may die with that, uh, but we manage it better. Right? You know, sleep helps. Uh, but the point is, if something you want to do, you may as well just do it because if you don't do it, then who else is going to? You may as well just step up and do it. And the hell with everybody else. If they're not going to do it, oh well. Uh, it, it's just, life's too short. And I do believe that comes with a, with an element of age. Because as I get more senior in age, not in spirit, because I still think I'm 35 years old, although my body will tell you something different. It's like, you know, if, you, if you're not going to help me along the way, then get out of my way. But do not even think about stopping me and don't overanalyze things because I'll smack you down. I'd have no time for that. Now, sometimes that gets you in trouble. But at the end of the day, if you, you know, it, it's as you said, it's the number of at bats that you're at. Uh, and I've had my fair share of failures. And my, yeah, and if I look at the failure side of it, it can get really depressing. Uh, and I've had people that have said, but he, you know, you're, you, you keep making about faces and you keep making, you keep changing things. Yeah, I do. Because if it doesn't work the first way, I'm going to get the hell out of the game and go into another game. And that's totally okay. So don't let that stop you, for God's sakes. Let that be, let that empower you. You should probably create a group of people that are, are the, the, um, the adjusters, you know, where we go from lane to lane in the, in, in the, uh, in the road, on the path towards our own greatness. Because that's what it's all about. And the more you taste, if you go to a life's a buffet, right? The more you go and taste different things, the more you get to know what you really want to do. And then you get to really enjoy it. That's really interesting because, you know, there's there's a lot of people that have this vague notion of needing to find their ultimate purpose and, and it, this lifelong journey of unfulfillment. And then there's people like you who just find an opportunity, hence opportunity thawed, but they find an opportunity and they go for it. That brings joy or it doesn't. And then they move to the next thing without needing to constantly find this nebulous one thing I was put on this earth to do. 
Maybe you were put on this earth to do multiple things. Or maybe there's something senior to all of that. Talking about that with my friend Chow, who's a serial entrepreneur, young man, in his 20s, and owns three businesses. And he was, we were talking about that. And I would say, well, you know, there's some people that would say to you, isn't that a lack of focus? And then there's- Oh yeah, this, I get that all the time, all the time. Yeah, and, and what he said was that, no, because in practice, these three businesses are thriving, they're doing great, and he's fulfilled. He's, he's you know, he has certain passions for himself, including t-shirts, tech, and pizza. <laughs> so, and so what do they have in common? They have chow. Pun intended. <laughs> Pun intended. That's his name. And he's an incredible entrepreneur for that reason, for the reason that he's able to put focus on those things and it's not holding him back and he's not buying into any of these ideas because who who told you that anyway? And I'm glad you said this thing about not caring what other people think because I think a lot of us wrestle with that a little bit, but a lot of that is extremely important for us to be conscious of it and get over it because if you spend your life worried about what the guy next to you is thinking, well, that's going to create a lot of inhibition and that's not going to be good for business. That's not going to be good for life. It's not going to be good for you spiritually. It's not that you don't care about other people. It's just that you, you don't care what they think. And I think that's really a valuable lesson for us all to keep in mind. So it, it, it takes a lot yeah. of energy. It just takes a lot of energy and you know, get over it. And it's, and it's easy to say, it's really easy to say, and as I said, I'm still working on me. I mean, I'll, and I'll be working on me probably till the day I die. So that's part of the journey. Um, and I will say, I do want to, to counterpoint you on that. Uh, you know, if Chow's doing great with three things, that's fantastic. And I've done, I've had multiple things along the way, but I'm also going to tell you that it, there's a point where empire building can stop and you can just enjoy yourself. If you're loving the three you're doing and you're doing, doing great with it, fantastic. But yeah, there's a, there is a, there is a benefit to focus. And there is a benefit to sleeping a full seven, eight hours uh, and living a healthy lifestyle and going to the gym and doing yoga and all that sort of stuff, as opposed to just being at a computer the whole damn day. Uh, and yeah, uh, sure. it, it is it is also, I will say this too, it is also an incredible avoidance mechanism for avoiding your life. So as an entrepreneur and, and understand I've got a little bit of a little bit of time on a lot of people watching this, you can't go back and get those years back. So if you, if you are giving up interaction, if you're giving up intimacy, if you're giving up some of the fun that other people are having that aren't as, as um, driven as we are, understand what you're, what you're trading, what you're trading things for. And I got to tell you, there's, there, there's a time when family time, which is critical, and me time and so on is far more important than money time. So I want to, I really want to, because it's so easy to get into that achievement mode, you know, just do it, just do it. But sometimes just doing it means sitting still and doing nothing and just relaxing. And by the way, there's wisdom in that opportunity thon, for example, all these raving fans behind me wouldn't have shown up if I hadn't stopped and meditated. So it's totally okay to do one thing and do it well. And look at figure skaters. They do, I mean, yes, maybe maybe in their off time they do something else, but they're just skating their lives away. And some of them are loving it. Most of them hopefully are loving it. So, and that's Most what they get excellent. They are, uh, maybe minus a few beat up feet or something like yeah. that, but uh, you would you would think so. So no, I, I appreciate that because they're, 
I think that's an individual choice. Absolutely. That's an individual choice of, of what makes you tick. And I don't think we all tick in exactly the same way. So how do we learn more about your proven process? I mean, specifically, you mentioned this podcast challenge thing. So how do we learn more about that and get involved with that? Uh, I thought you'd never ask, Justin. Um, <laughs> we um, we just launched it actually today, the day that we're recording this. But if you go to this fabulous website, which is bookyourselfchallenge.com, bookyourselfchallenge.com, uh, it will get you to our beautiful and loving landing page with a video that was just shot earlier today at Sydney Harbor. Uh, and uh, it's all about getting yourself uh on podcasts and podcasts just like we're doing right now are a phenomenal way to get yourself exposed with your clothes on with no charge okay it doesn't cost to be on a podcast in fact people need you thank you there we go how about that people need you to fulfill their content requirements i mean if justin didn't have guests it could get really old, like, oh, what do I talk about today? You know, people want the variety on their, on their podcast, they want their content. So if you can be a phenomenal guest, which we'll talk about how to do, and we'll share with you how to get on the ideal podcast that will serve you best. Whose audience do you want to be connected to? Again, it's back to that leverage again, right? So you can have yourself in front of all the targeted people in the world, see, see be with thousands of people where they will know, like, and trust you before they ever get connected to you. That's persuasion that Robert Cialdini talks about. So it's, it's a really cool way of doing things at zero cost. And I love the zero cost thing. I've always loved to do things as inexpensively as possible. So the, uh, the five podcasts, I'm sorry, five days to five podcasts challenge is what we're going to be doing over five glorious days. And actually we'll take even more because it's bonuses we're doing and so on. And I know Justin, you, we've talked about this prior to this, it's going to be really exciting. And you know, some of the folks we have coming on, I don't do this just on my own. I try to bring as many guests in as I can to bolster up the value proposition. So I've got, get this, I have the, the America's number one podcast producer with us. She produced her company produces over 450 podcasts at during the course of a month. Uh, and all the, all the podcaster does is do the recording and her company has everything else. So it's, she's like the Intel inside. We have her on board. We have, we have Lynn Rose who, um, has produced podcasts, been on podcasts and is a, is a, is a professional entertainer to share her experience. Scott Patton, who's produces 42 podcasts and, and we have Terry Levine will be with us and we have, um, I'm going blank on, um, on one more person. Oh yeah. Um, she produces Speakertunity, which is a database of what's available to be speaking at where 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 there are speaking opportunities um, every month. And her name her name is um, is Jackie. She's amazing. All these people are on our faculty, so that all my attendees, all my challengers, get the best value that they could possibly get. It's awesome. Yeah, that does sound awesome. Bookyourselfchallenge.com. It's tickering at the bottom. It's over there on the top, so you can't miss it. There you go. This is awesome. Really encourage people to go to that. Um, if you're only listening to this, then bookyourselfchallenge.com. It, I'll put that in the description. B-O-O-K-Y-O-U-R-S-E-L-F-C-H-A-L-L-E-N-G-E. Book Yourself Challenge. It's very easy dot com and if it's too late and you're listening to this at a point in time where that has happened already i am sure that ken will have another opportunity for us because 
he seems to be the man of opportunity. So, um, Ken, is there anything you'd like to add? Because that's all my questions for today. I really appreciate you being here. I really think that we've, you know, learned a lot and that we also have an opportunity in front of us, which is really, really cool because sometimes, you know, the opportunity is a little bit more passive. And this time, this is an active opportunity for people to seize. Now, when does this actually start? It starts when you're ready. Because and if you're okay. listening and watching, if you're listening and watching this right now, then you're ready. Uh, now, if if we're if we're talking real dates and we're not making this evergreen, the um, the challenge begins on when is it? June twenty second, which is a Monday. Um, yeah. And although there may be more challenges in the future, so as you watch this, the date could be very different for you. So come and take a peek and see what's going on because there is only now um so yeah the challenge begins then although when if someone were to uh to enroll right this minute there would be pre-event special bonuses and things that we would do because life begins now um, i've always wanted to be i've always been the person that's been about user experience about making things fun and 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 enjoyable uh and so however we can add that and give extra stuff and extra value uh, is why we tend to attract an audience you know it's, it's being unique being yourself being i don't want to say necessarily silly although silly is probably my middle name um but that's the personality and and it's funny you can if you think i'll, I'll leave you with the, with the thought here um, if you think that it's been done before maybe it has but it hasn't been done by you before i will tell you that that right now simultaneously a friend of mine is doing something related to podcasts and uh, he thinks he told me that he was doing it. He, he never did. Not that it matters, but because we, we have different communities, we have different markets. Um, but I looked at his, at his material just earlier today, vastly different, night and day different than what I'm doing. So don't let anybody, if, if you think that there's competition and if you think that there's someone else doing your stuff and that you shouldn't because someone else is doing it, uh-uh, they're buying you. And I learned that decades ago when I was selling computers. I used to sell computers years ago at, at, at a retail store in Philadelphia, uh, long before the Apple store ever came into being. And I, I was sitting there selling a word processor. It was, it was my company against Wang, Wang Computers. This is a long time ago, uh, long before Al Gore invented the internet. Anyway, um, the, 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 cust the client, not, cu not cl customer, client, bought from me. Why did he buy from me? Because I made a difference. I showed him that I cared. I added value. Well, I don't think it was the product so much as it was the delivery. So if you're looking and listening out there and wondering, should I, should I not? Am I right for it? Get over yourself and just do it because people are buying you because of your quirkiness, your uniqueness, your fun, funness. There's people that absolutely do not resonate with me and God bless them. You know, if they're that serious and they don't resonate with me, leave my universe. I don't want you in my universe. I want people that are crazy fun and willing to have a good time and willing to try anything and and that are fearless and that are willing to take that step and jump into a, into an incredible future. And those that are boring and stodgy and overly conservative and judgmental and negative, get away from me. I don't want you. You know, and and that's okay. That's okay. I can relate to that because I tend to uh, repel people who are a little bit too serious and too, you know, all those things that you said and who have no creative bone in their body, because I think, um, you know, that's just the way I am. And, you know, it's, it's a funny thing. It's like, I have a lint brush, right? 
I have a lint brush because I have a cat. I have two cats. I have one, she's a long hair and one, she's a short hair. Well, the long hair cat is partially white and I have hair. So I have a lint brush. I have a lint brush for my suits, but I can never, ever, ever get all of Charlotte's fur off of that no. suit. It's just nope. impossible with her. Nope, nope, nope. That's my nope. life. If you yeah. despise cats, if you're going to judge me because there's a cat hair on my leg or something like that, well, then we should probably not do business. At the same time, if you are severely and highly, extremely allergic to cats and like just being around the dander that is in my suit will send you to the hospital, we also probably can't do business because what am I going to do? How am I going to get that out of my clothes 100%? So I use that as an example because the truth is, is we're not, none of us are for everybody and it's okay. It's okay. We're, we're all for somebody and um, hopefully that is more than one person when it comes to business <laughs> well with, 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 with your with your metaphor i will tell you because because at the other side of this table here uh is a um i guess a fanny pack type thing i wear it when i run and as i unpacked it here uh here in sydney there was all sorts of cat hair on it and that and that's the hair from Molly Brown, who's no longer on this planet. And uh, so she'll always be with me because you can never get the damn hair out. It's there. And so her DNA is going to be with me forever because it's still forever. here. Yeah. For yeah, those it, people listening from Britain, fanny pack means bum bag. Hang on, hang on. In America, it's called a fanny pack. And so actually, this is a, this is, it's called, see, it's called body pack. And it, 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 I can okay. put my, about my iPhone in and whatever else, but but somewhere along the line here, there's yeah, there's like I mean, you can see there's little cat hairs on this, and it's it's there Molly, it's Molly, yeah. and so she yeah, she'll be with me in this thing yeah. There you go. So it's all I part of that can because because fanny fanny is a dirty word here in England. Oh well, I showered, so no, it means it means the same thing as cat really, but the p word. So <laughs> oh, well, how about that? Okay, n never mind. <laughs> no, but uh, when I first when I first mentioned my fanny pack in uh, when I was in England for the first time ten years ago, I had a lot of laughs. I had a lot of laughs. Uh, it's it's yeah. bum back here because I guess it's worn on the bum, but I always wore it in the front so that it would make yeah. sense because it's it's a British fanny pack. If I was a girl, anyway. <laughs> the things you learn when you do these kind of events, and that's that's the backside too of all this. Yes, we get exposure and so on, but we meet oh, and we meet fun people, and uh, and so yeah, I'll be teaching that in um, in our pride con in our pride program in the future, uh, because really the cool thing is and the most fun is doing stuff like this. And now that we're virtual, and which I've been doing for years and years, I moved to Thailand about eight years ago, and by moving to thailand it, it inherently made me have to do things on skype or zoom or whatever uh face to face this way i see my mom more often than not now um on facetime you know um and so this digital experience is amazing and it allows you to be closer and tighter with, with people than really i think ever before more so than just even the in-person thing it gives us much more flexibility so no, that's true. I'm, I'm closer to both my parents now digitally because I started calling them every day. Really, I figured yep. uh, we were during the quarantine because they're they both they're separated and they both live alone. And I thought, 
Uh, I need to kind of take care of them. I can't go see them. So at least I'll call them every day. So I've been calling them every day since the lockdowns just to check up on them, see how they're doing and all that. Actually, so you know what? It's brought us closer together. So we use FaceTime, FaceTime audio, WhatsApp. There's so many platforms now that you can choose from. There's no excuse. Like Barbara Walters said, used to say, she used to sign off on 2020. And yes, I am old enough to have watched many an episode. It's uh, she used to say, "We're in touch, so you be in touch." And they yeah. used to sign off. This is Hugh Downs, and this right. is Barbara Walters yeah. for 2020. And it's, right. uh, That's it was right. a great well, sign off. Welcome to 2020. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hugh Downs. It, it, we are journal. we are dating ourselves now, young man. We are dating. We ourselves. are. We are indeed dating ourselves. That's okay. That is absolutely okay. <laughs> because we got to own it. We got to own it. It's all good. It's all good. You know good. what? I don't feel a day over 28. I, I, I'll, I'll feel people older than that, but uh, I know what you mean. <laughs> never, never mind. Pun was intended there. Uh, <laughs> listen, like, it, it, is, it is a quarter to six in the morning. I've had one hour of sleep and I, re- I reserve the right to be giddy. Um, and, uh, and, and you know what? Every one of your viewers has the right to be giddy and fun as well. Look for the fun in things. Look for the, the joy in things. And if people don't resonate with it, you know, I mean, it, it's, I guess it's the kind of stuff that you learn when there's a life changing experience and you realize that life is too short. And perhaps a big blessing for people is that they have some kind of life changing experience at a younger age. so They can realize what's truly important. And what's truly important is your own happiness and health and your family. Absolutely. And we all have our choices of what our priorities are. Yeah. And so choice, I think I would add to your list. Choice is important. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because what, what is it that I choose? What is it that you choose? And we all do have a choice. Some of us have more choices than others based on the political and to, you know, structure that we live in, but we all have some choices, whether that's my small sphere or whether that's a larger sphere. Choice, I think, is so important. Uh, at least it is for me. So it's been a pleasure to talk to you, Ken. I really appreciate that. For anybody listening or watching, I would really encourage you to go to that website because it's perennial. This man is not going to stop producing opportunities for people to capitalize, to monetize, to connect, to convey their messages out there, to collaborate and to do wonderful things for the world, just like he's doing. He's not gonna stop doing that. I mean, literally he will, but in a very long time when he goes to join his cat, Miss Molly Brown. It will be years. I met, a, I met a woman in the Philippines spent some time with her. She actually asked me to marry her. She's 107 years old. Oh, that's interesting. 107 years young, actually. And she's still at it. She's still at it. So we ain't going anywhere for a while. No, no. And and that's really good. So bookyourselfchallenge.com. You can't lose. Um, is there a cost associated with that? The, um, the challenge does have a tariff associated with it. I don't know what the number will be at the time that someone's watching this. Uh, so it is probably the lowest price it will ever be right this minute. Uh, but there's massive, uh-oh, 
there went my lights. How about that? Uh, uh, that battery doesn't last very long, does it? Uh, <laughs> my brand new lights. <laughs> Now we know they're not good for more than about 45 minutes. <laughs> uh -oh. I guess that means we need to land the plane. We'll land the plane. That's no problem. But so, so the, the point of that is to really let people know that if they're listening in the month of July, 2020, if they're watching this, then they should go, go to it now bookyourselfchallenge.com and if they're not listening if they're listening to this in 2025 or whatever they should still go to that website we Absolutely. just can't quote you a specific price it will more, most likely increase as this thing gets out there and more people get connected and I think that's a really really cool thing so the challenge starts Monday the 22nd yep. of June yep. but you don't have to start on that day if somebody chooses to start the following week are they able to do that in this scenario no uh, because the challenge will have been completed however there's a, there's possibilities that there'll be additional challenges well there definitely will be additional challenges whether it's the podcast challenge or another uh, we have other challenges that we're planning for sure so get to that website and you'll find out then you'll find out watch that space surprise surprise of the challenges and opportunities for people to learn who knows because this man even in a simple messenger message I mentioned something or we were talking and he's like oh that gives me an idea yeah that's right like, it, it, was, it was with you yeah yep yep I'm we're like, gonna cool we're gonna do a video challenge you bet yep that's There coming we're gonna do a video challenge yeah. just make sure you don't leave me out of that one Ken it's, it's on my whiteboard no, you're, you're I want to be in on it. So that's enough. awesome. Fair that's enough. awesome. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'll I'll let you uh sign off because your lighting has gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a, I have another call in just a few minutes. So Absolutely. hey Justin, it was it was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for waking me up in the middle of the night. Uh, and uh, I, I'm grateful. And by the way, truth be told, I chose the time. So uh, <laughs> it's it's all good. <laughs> a pleasure you did you did, you did a so, great job have a good night uh everybody watching thank you for watching i really appreciate that if you're listening to this please like share subscribe of course check out bookyourselfchallenge.com share this like this help me help you help more people this is just an answer you want answers if you can handle them <laughs>